Hello from your favorite queer cast Starfinder podcast. We'd like to thank all of our new listeners who have checked us out since our interview with Cosmic Crit. We are so glad you are giving us a chance in your podcast selection and hope you're enjoying our misadventures. We don't set out to do things the wrong way, but we seem very successful at it. Speaking of, in this installment of our Queer Space Adventures, we meet a new protagonist and we contemplate suing a game show. Angus might see traps everywhere and everyone might just be done with Eox. As always, we hope that you will take some time and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. And if you have friends who like queer representation in the arts and gaming, please let them know about us. We can be reached on Twitter at EQPoints. We can be reached on email at xqueriencepoints at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook. And we would absolutely love to hear from you. This week, Punder and Cormelon will be away on holiday, so it might take us longer than usual to respond. But we promise we will get back to you as soon as we get back home. And you can follow along on our little holiday Disney adventures on Twitter at Cormelon and at Punderdrone. And we'll be doing a lot of Disney bounding and other ridiculous things. When with that, let's get back to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Experience Points, your absolutely favorite game where a bunch of us queers jump around the universe and do all kinds of crazy shenanigans. I am your host and GM, Miyu, and joining me are... I'm Kelric. You can find me at EQ Points and at Cormelon on Twitter. I play Angus, the noir, big gay dude. <clears throat> I'm Taylor. You can find me on Twitter at Milky Games. Um, I play Phaedra, and I'm just really afraid of dying. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm evil, Megan. am I? Yeah. I mean, I think you are. Yeah. I'm Megan, and you can find me on Twitter at Dungeons and Meg or on Tumblr at Tiefling to Tiefling. I play Kira. I am Punder. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Punder Drone. I play Absco Cash, and let us hope that our roles are really good today, or else we'll all die. That is a distinct possibility. Uh, so I believe Phaedra has a recap for us of last episode. Phaedra. I do. Personal diary log number 347. We wound up in a white room, which turned into a very realistic holographic nude beach. I could sense that this room could be a trap, and after almost drowning in not water, Angus figured out exactly where to shoot to discombobulate the hologram. We started to see each other as undead, and Kira finds another big red button, and we don't want her to push it, but she does anyway, and um, fortunately saves us all. The next room seems to be a dungeon, where we find a Rick Ricci and an evil Bulbasaur that we are currently in battle with. And we all hope there you not go. to die. Yeah. That wraps it up. You guys, uh, again, you are on the game show Adventure Hook on the planet Eox. Uh, adventure Hookers! Woo! Yes, the Adventure Hookers are at it again. Uh, you are currently thing. in a dungeon, and we left off with you fighting the evil Bulbasaur, also known as a Crest Eater, and a Rikrichi. And I believe Phaedra get the next action. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh, no! Okay. We are now rated R. 
I, I think that was put in place with all the Shaft jokes. <laughs> no, probably, yeah. You know, um, I blame the other people who might read something into the Shaft jokes, because we were very specific. <laughs> we were talking about the Shaft on the ship. They specifically was, have our minds. Maybe it was adventure <laughs> hookers that sent us over the edge. <laughs> maybe. I think it was. That one was my bad. All right, Phaedra. Or good. <laughs> it made me laugh a lot. I want to reshare the map, make sure everyone has it. Oh, good. I was going to ask about that. All right. Okay, initiative order. Uh, the combat tracker shows Phaedra, followed by Absco, then the Recreechi, then Angus, then the Crest Eater, and then Kira. Okay, I'm going to... <gasps> I don't like this. It's like a meatloaf <laughs> song. <laughs> but I won't do that. <laughs> oh fuck it i'm gonna do it anyway um Whoa. i'm going to use i'm gonna move up a couple uh spaces here and i'm gonna use cleave to hit both the crust eater and the rick awesome. okay or attempt to i'm gonna do uh rick first seems like the safer bet always go rick first all right you have rolled a 25 that is a hit Beautiful. as you lash out um, but as you do that, uh -oh. Oh, shit. the crest eater, about this. <laughs> <laughs> the crest eater is going to try to bite you. Ooh. No, no! <sighs> and it hits doing Ooh. 13 damage. Yikes. And you need to make a fort save, please. Ah, no. <laughs> Bad idea. I just want to clarify, it gets a, an attack of opportunity on hit uh, someone else getting hit? No, it got its attack of opportunity as Phaedra moved through the uh, yeah. threatened square because it has reach. Oh. Uh, okay. You can feel its acidic spit just burning your skin and into your bones, but not enough. You're tough enough that it doesn't do con damage. That's so, but you did hit. So just like as you hit, it bites you, and you just take that bite to the arm, and you feel it spit sizzling, but you're cleaving through with your... Uh, you have a sword, right? Long sword? Yes. All right, you do 10 damage to the uh, Crest Eater. Or, uh, I'm sorry, the Recreechi. And then... Okay. I'm going to Cleaving into this it. insectoid's body. Nice. Cleaving through, Ooh. striking nice. the Crest Eater. Good job. Nice, nice, nice doing eight damage to the giant beast, Absco. Absco's um, skin starts to sparkle and like fade into the background as they try to pull off a trick attack. Um, that is a 30. 30? And what did their, you say their DC was again? Uh, 20 plus their CR. 20 plus their CR. All right, you're good. Okay, cool. Um, so that is dazzling. And then Absco... And was that against the Recreechi or the Crest Eater? The Recreechi. Gotcha. Not the crust eater? Um, no, because I, I don't have a uh, purchase on the crust eater. And then I will roll to attack. Mm. It misses as you're trying to show off. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this was survival. <laughs> this was this was shoot like try to shoot just past its head and make like a blinding light, but yeah. instead you just missed it and the light didn't get him. Okay, the Recreechi. Hmm, what shall the Recreechi do? Fall asleep. All right, he's going to attack with his survival knife. Ooh. 
Phaedra, this guy goes all like CQC on you, like pulls up his knife and he's ready to box with you. No, thank you. Uh, but he misses as he slashes towards your face. And wow. then he's going to step over by the Crust Eater, Angus. So I'm in the Crust Eater's realm of attack where I'm at, because it has reach. Yes, you are. Okay. Phaedra, Phaedra, how, how's your health? Have you been, are you down past, are you, are you, in, are you damaged? <laughs> yes. Like, are you, are you past? Try, trying to find, like, the, the, the best way to say it in character. <laughs> well, I mean, are you through your stamina points into hit points? Um, just about. Not yet, then. Okay, so there's not much I can do there. <laughs> All right, so I will go to Photon Attunement Level 2. I would like to Wham. take a... I take a five-foot step forward and to the right away from the fight. Okay. I, I can do that. Takes so you step pressure. out the doorway, kind of skirting the, the thick of the fight there. And then I move... Use the rest of my action to do... 15 feet away from the Rick Ricci, I can do that, right? So... And that would be, I you, wouldn't get an attack, I don't do anything No, else. no, because if you're taking a five-foot step, you have a move action, but you cannot use it on movement. Ah. You must spend it on something uh, other than actual moving if you're going to take a five-foot step. Like uh, drawing a weapon or some such? Right, right, right. You still have a move action, but it cannot be spent on movement. All right, I'm going to take a step away from the fight backwards. Okay, so you just back out. up. Yeah, so that I'm out of... Sleep me dies, okay. And okay. then I would like to attempt to throw... I don't have a grenade out, so I would. it's a move action to pull a grenade. There you go. Move action pulls your grenade. So you step back, you pull out a grenade. Yes, and I tell Phaedra, Phaedra, grenade incoming next turn. <laughs> yeah, what else I got? How else do you want to describe it? I'm tired. In, in a little bit. There'll, there'll be a grenade in a little bit. <laughs> there'll be a grenade in approximately six seconds. Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, the press here. I think I'm okay. going night-night. <laughs> Uh, you might, because the crest eater thinks you smell delicious, big, strong bones. Ooh. As it does hit you. <laughs> it bites you. It only, it does minimal damage, but you still take nine. Phaedra's not looking so good, and I need that fort save, please. <laughs> I Phaedra, you take one con damage. I don't like it. As now you feel the, it's venom, it's venomous spit just boiling down into your bones. One, and that actually means you lose three maximum HP. Mm. No. Yep, max stamina adjusted. Uh-oh. We could really use some okay. thoughts on that thing, because it is it's apparently the most dangerous. Kira. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am gonna... I'm gonna move behind Phaedra. Okay. And... Run toward where the grenade is going to go. <laughs> yeah. I like this idea. And it puts no you problem. in the the monsters. <laughs> if you're touching on Phaedra's character, you are in that other creature's attack zone because it has reach. Yeah, probably. Okay, just make yep, sure. Probably. Um. So, but I, I can't let Phaedra die. So I'm gonna put my hand on her shoulder. And pretty sure you're casting provokes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um. <laughs> it does. But um. Oh. Um, mm. 
Well, I'm going to cast Miss Secure anyway. Uh, well, do you have to roll a concentration check? Cause did they maintain that for spells in Starfinder? We haven't been in this situation yet. I don't know. Because it just did 12, and I need you to roll a fort save. Oh, well, Take one con damage. <sighs> Phaedra does not look good at all. Okay. She doesn't feel good either. Okay, so... Do I need to have a Does that spell go off? Mystic Actually, casting this spell doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity. It oh. says so well, in the... Well, there you go. Ooh, see? <laughs> That's all we needed. A little Thank bit you. of reading. I don't know there. what that is. It restored 12 to you. Okay. All right, so you didn't provoke. Okay. <sighs> so... So scary. Thank you. your wisdom. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Four. I'll take it. <laughs> she has a terrible vision of this thing biting her arm and melting into her bones. It causes her to jerk a little bit. Oh, I missed. All right. Not bad. Phaedra. <laughs> We're back to um, you. Okay, well, then I'm cleaving a bitch again. All right. Phaedra ain't having none of this. Rares back with that cold fury that only a psychiatrist can have. Grinchy <laughs> for 24. Ooh. Nice. Bam. You strike that Rikrichi. You feel your blow kind of glance off it a little bit <laughs> as it takes four, but it does continue on toward the Crest Eater. Natural 20s. And you sink your blade into the Crest Eater. Yes. Doing 13 damage to it. As, yeah, it glanced off the, uh, the Rikrichi only doing four, but it slammed into the Crest Eater and you see a huge gash open up. Uh, it's actually looking wounded at this point. Whoa. If I go down, I'm going down fighting. <laughs> Absco. Uh, oh, I'm Absco. sorry, Phaedra, you, did you want to have take any move actions? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think so. Absco. All right. Absco is uh, pretty sure they're invisible, so they are going to try that maneuver again. You know, surely one time it'll hit. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay, that's 24. 24 is... And that was against the Rikrichi? Okay. No, you you got it. Okay. Um, with, and... with your natural one, but you look really <laughs> stupid doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I have, like, an outline. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and I'm rolling to attack, and that's only a 14. Oh, it hits. <laughs> your 14 hits. Nice. That is amazing. As you are invisible, and, yeah, you, you're concentration kind of shimmies and there's there's an outline of you standing there all right so but you still strike him with that and with this so two plus four so that is for six damage to the Rikrichi. Yes. what is the trick and you said he is dazzling or he's dazzled not dazzled uh he's flat-footed <laughs> flat-footed sorry you said dazzled oh. nope okay so his ac is just down yeah okay, okay. um although i like the term dazzled bedazzled I bedazzled the Rikrichi. <laughs> <laughs> that would fit. That would fit with us. Okay. Uh, the Rikrichi has been bedazzled. He's not liking that. So five foot step to get flanking on Phaedra. Okay. Dude. Okay, you. Sorry, Phaedra. Like <laughs> and bye, guys. So he steps behind Phaedra. Phaedra, you find yourself caught between the Crest Eater and the Rikrichi as he tries to place. drive his. Uh, he tries to drive Ooh, his survival don't. knife in, thinks he has a good shot here, but Phaedra, you managed to step with him and turn his blade aside. Angus. How bad does the Rikrichi look? 
Uh, the Rikrichi isn't looking too hot. The the Crest Eater looks like it's in better condition. The Rikrichi's looking pretty bad. All right. If I step over here. Yeah, that's a 10-foot radius there. I want to move center over of here. Uh, so one further down, taking the pro provoking the attack of opportunity from the Rikrichi. Okay. Uh, the Rikrichi is indeed, as you move past it, trying to get into position uh, so that you just catch him in the blast of your upcoming glitter bomb explosion. Mm -hmm. He is going to lash out at you with his survival knife. It hits. He just gets a, stri a glancing strike on you as you go by, though, doing four damage. Cool. And I did want to continue my movement down to the bottom wall. Okay. So, so you move skirting around the outskirts of this fight, around back, taking just that little glancing blow as you get through the doorway. Get to the wall and, uh, on the opposite side of the hall. You are glowing pink. And it goes kaboom. Yes. And the Rikrichi dies. Excellent. Yeah, so as I rush past him, he cuts at me, and I just look back with my eyes glowing this glittery, sparkly pink. And I just explode with that bath bomb glitter effect right into his face, just throwing my hand to even direct it further so that it's like, <laughs> A, don't touch me, and B, leave my girl Phaedra alone. And just... Phaedra, Kira, and the Crest Eater are covered in pink glitter fallout. Kira dances. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that'll be my turn. The Crest Eater does not seem to appreciate your glittery display. Ah, uh, let's see. What shall he do? Fall asleep. <laughs> Die without his partner. Here's hoping. Well, actually. Ruh -roh. I know what I, I know what he wants to do. Does he want to talk about his problems? We have a therapist. He wants to charge past <laughs> Phaedra, like basically bull rushing Phaedra. He wants to get to Angus. So he wants to bull rush Phaedra. You can do that? That's what he wants to do, and that's oh. what you could do. You can do anything. This is Pathfinder, remember? It's Starfinder, true. Yeah. Or Starfinder, <laughs> that one. I know what we're playing, I swear. Doesn't look like he can. Like I said, that's what he wanted to do. So I guess he's just going to have to try to bite Phaedra. No. <laughs> that's a hit. Oh. You're in his way. That's a good hit, too. Ten, you are unconscious and dying. Please roll a fort save. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Eight, you take another con damage, Phaedra. Mom, as, you in danger, girl. As you're going down, you just, you feel the sizzling acid. Uh, and it's going to move now over your body and up to Angus. <laughs> Come running up to Angus. Kira. Hi. Uh, it does provoke an attack of opportunity say, if you have like, a melee weapon. I sure do. Yes. Does it there provoke you go. from Angus, too? No, it will not provoke from Angus because it moved into a threatened square, but not out of one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, so let me bonk him on the head real quick. All right. <laughs> a try. Nice. <laughs> yep. As he goes charging by, what what do you have, a mace or...? I have a staff. A spear. A staff. She yeah. takes her spear and just tries to poke him in the side, bonk him on the head. <laughs> Whatever you do, you do it well. Seven damage to the Crest Eater. You get a solid hit on it. I imagine Kira's just pissed that, like, the Crest Eater undid that healing. She's like, I was working! <laughs> All right, and Kira, now it's your full turn. That was your attack of opportunity. Now you have a full turn at it. All right, so I... Oh, and you're flanking. Mm-hmm. 
Unfortunately, so even two. with flanking, I still have to get Phaedra up. So. Yes, saving Phaedra <laughs> is importante. So... She'll be like, there for a while. I like kneel oh, down on the ground and I'm fixing my hat so I can see because it's really big. And I lay my hands on her and I'm going to cast Mystic Cure and have one left after this. Be happy. Nice. Oh, eight, nine, ten. Ten. Ooh, maximum healing, too. Well done. Captain stepped everything, up. <laughs> everything I do is max, apparently. All right. Phaedra, you wake up and on the ground. Um, you are no longer dying nor unconscious, but you are prone on the ground and you have dropped your sword. Huh. So, Phaedra would lose five feet of movement to stand up again. What's the and cost to pick up the weapon? I think standing might provoke. Oh my god. <laughs> Play it out! No, I think, and it'll be a... I, will, I would allow you to make a reflex save to... or uh, maybe a dex check. Acrobatics? What do you got? Yeah, an acrobatics check to just pick up your sword as you're getting up without spending any extra movement on it. But if you do that, your standing up will absolutely provoke. Fun. Uh, our healer still gets in movement if you want to take a five-foot step back. Yeah, let me let me do that. <laughs> All right. If somebody suggests... All right, so Kira steps back. She just gets this, like, thought wave coming <laughs> off of uh, Angus as he just, like, looks at her, and she catches the message in his eyes, like... You might want to step back. <laughs> Phaedra, you wake up. You're laying on the ground behind the crust eater. Now, can I still attack uh, like while on the ground? Yes, you can. Can I grab my sword while still on the ground and then yes, attack? Yes, you can. Yes, you can, because you did not use a move action to stand. Nice. <laughs> I will gladly do so. All right. There are penalties, which are already accounted for. Okay. With so, the yeah, prone condition. Oh. Sad. You lash out at it from the ground, and it's a very awkward position from which to swing. So you end up just kind of whiffing it. Absco. Does it. Absco have purchase on this crust eater? Can, can they shoot at it from where they're at? Oh, yes. Absco oh, has yeah. a nice line to the very large creature standing in the doorway. It's in this Absco, spot that Rick Ricci was in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Absco is just, you know, so happy to be able to fight inherently lazy. So they're going <laughs> to do another trick attack. They're, they're going to adjust their, uh, you know, swirls and patterns and everything so that, you know, it's less of an outline. Yep. Um, okay, their stealth nice. works. Sweet. 20. Um, I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> all right. Roll to attack. Not so great. You're really good at concentrating on staying hidden and thinking about cool ways to shoot this thing. The problem is the execution. Really, Absco's just kind of reminiscing about the nude beach and is very disturbed still. Absco's over here theory crafting how to attack things. <laughs> um, Angus, a All bolt right. of energy has just shot past and struck the wall over the Rikrichi, which it struck too high to distract it or anything. Yeah, I am going to once again start drawing in all that pink, you know, motes of energy again and slowly recharging that. And then I guess I will uh, use my axe to attempt to hit. Please be good. Please, please, please be good. It's not good. 16 is good, but oh. not good enough. Awesome. So yeah. Angus rears back and takes a swing, but it catches it in its teeth and turns it just to the side. Yeah, I'm going to use my move action to palm a grenade. Okay, all right. 
So you pick up a grenade. And I just have it in one of my hands. All right. Uh, it's going to try to bite Angus. With a 23, it bites into you. You, too, get to feel the sting of the Crest Eater. Uh, give me a fort save, please, as its acid begins eating through your skin and into your bones, and you take a con damage. Eight does not save you. Alas. The Crest Eater sniffs the air as though it can't believe the amazing aroma of all of these <laughs> bones melting in acid. Kira. All right. I am going to take out my pistol okay. and take a shot at it. Nice. Nice, but uh, I need to look. Your ranged attacks still provoke. So he's going to try to bite at you as you pull out your gun to shoot him. It hits. Ouch. With a 31. It does 12 damage to you, and please roll a fort save. 20. You feel the sizzle, but it doesn't stop you. You are determined to fire your pistol. You need to thank George for that cape. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you take your shots. And as it has bitten your arm as you're firing, it's just all of it together just causes you to like jerkily squeeze the trigger and it just grazes it with a one damage. Phaedra, you are on the ground. So um, if I hit this thing, I would like to use my feet melee striker. Okay. What does that allow you to do? It adds an additional bonus equal to half my strength bonus to damage roll melee weapon nice okay so instead of i believe that stays all the time never mind a nine is not going to cut it especially when you are taking a minus four because you're on the ground flailing around with your sword <laughs> get away from me it's like sliding it on the ground hope catch one of my legs <laughs> absco i just picture absco's over there and they're like doing like that you know, spin around and fire under their leg, and spin around behind the back under the elbow and all that, and there's just shots outlining the Crest Eater now. But nobody can see it. Like, no one can see him doing right. this. It's like in uh, Sailor Moon when their outfits and all start coming on. Uh, that's what Absco's doing, all of those kinds He's of got a transformation uh, sequence. randomly shooting in the middle. It's like... <laughs> 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 Asco has not reached their final form yet. It's canon now. Asco has the transformation sequence. <laughs> You're still going through it, apparently. Apparently. A32. Now, let's see if I can do anything with that information. All right. <laughs> we would all uh, be grateful. I, I have limited number of shots on this battery, so <laughs> see if I can get them all. Ooh. Ooh. This time, as he acknowledges yes. the transformation sequence that he is going through, he does hit it and gets the trick shot. The skirt finally appears. <laughs> yes. All right, so that is max damage. <laughs> Doing for 1D6. max damage of six. Excellent. Plus Ooh. seven. Ooh, nice. And somehow the crust eater is dazzled and flat footed. That would have been handy. It finally got hit by something. Of course it's dazzled <laughs> and flat footed. Like, like. I picture at this moment, like, just for a second, Absco lets the Crest Eater see it. Yeah. Like, just fluctuates a little bit, and there's, like, the whole transformation sequence going on, and it is just <laughs> dazzled by the light of it. Go, Angus. Well, how bad does this Crest Eater look? Crest Eater look. This Crest Eater looks like he... Well, it's on its last legs, perhaps. It looks pretty kill, beat up. Kill, kill, it looks pretty kill, beat up. Kill, 
I'm yeah. going to I'm going to pull in yet still more motes and you know go to second level attunement, and then I'm going to to hit this bad boy with my giant pink axe. Oh. The disco beat wait, gets louder as wait, you pull wait, wait. in the. Uh, I did not include flanking nor flat-footed when I rolled that. That's just the base sixteen. Okay. So we can fix that. Give me just a second. Yes. Um, there and flat-footed and. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. Eighteen Woo! does yes! hit its defense. Excellent. As it is flanked and flat-footed. Twelve points of damage. As Ooh. the disco beat climbs to a. Just this momentum, through, as your uh, moats gather around you, you bring your glowing pink axe down on its dazzled head, and you hear it cry out, ah! <laughs> as it hits the ground, and Plus, the acid be begins nice. oozing out of its mouth. Since we haven't I stand up. exploring yet, I'm going to maintain my second level and step 15 feet to the west to look down the hallway to see if there's anything I need to be attuned for. Angus is still not sure of this place, but it as you talks. look down <laughs> into the next uh, into the next chamber, it is quite empty, leading to a dead end. Everyone, it's a dead end down this way. We're safe over, over here. Everyone's All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Phaedra doesn't feel very safe. No. <laughs> All right. uh, yeah, no, I'm going to accompany Angus. Okay, so I'm going to peek down the second little tunnel there. Just I'm going to go with Kira. I'm like, hmm. Okay, so like Scooby-Doo, they split the party in half and begin peering down tunnels <laughs> into another empty chamber. This seems to have been where the Rikrichi and the uh, Crest Eater had laid in wait for you. Hey, All folks, right. um, we should probably move down this way, then. If there's nothing back there and there's nothing here. Absolutely. Okay. Phaedra, let's, we can, <laughs> let's just get on up. Phaedra's just limping along. Ow. Ow. I'm going to start moving in front of people just because I'm in, I think, the best shape outside of Absco, who has taken no damage. Uh, no, Absco has some holdover damage. <laughs> Everyone's pretty hurt. I mean, Angus, you're doing all right. Yeah, but... I'm just through my stamina, so I'm okay. All right, uh, so moving forward, do I see anything to the north in that area? You see a hallway that continues up, and then it looks like it tees into another hallway. Okay, to the north of us, there's a another hallway, but we still haven't checked out this one ahead of us into the, the south. What do we want to do? Uh, I vote ahead into the right if nobody else is coming i'm gonna step up and take a, a look to the right south you find a hallway that seems to end in a dead end excellent i guess now we have to go north yeah absco's gonna start heading up that way though they don't really have any dark vision or anything like that oh also uh you guys had lit some light before oh, you right. started this i give you one of the lights off of my shoulder uh off my armor okay so, coming up to the T-juncture. You find a short passageway, and there is a very large door with green lights green. all around it. Green means go. Green does mean go, but check for traps first. I don't trust this. Everything mm -hmm. just seems too easy. Absco does perception check. With a 15, Absco, it looks like all the doors that you've had seen that lead on 
except this one's bigger. <laughs> Angus, with your natural one on the die for a total of six, you are convinced, I mean, you're sure that you see like wires that this door is trapped. This thing's going to explode as soon as you touch it. 21. Phaedra, it's a door. Looks like just a regular door that we've been going through. I think we should head through it. Before we step through, like, wasn't this supposed to be our last challenge? Like, we've done four, right? Yes, we have. So let's continue on, y'all. Let's go. I I kind of look up and I'm like, I don't know where the camera is, but we're done. (laughs) We won. Oh, yeah. As always, there's cameras flying around. They're looking in at you just buzzing around i don't know if y'all noticed zooming in on on everyone's faces but this door is significantly bigger than the rest of them i'm going to move to where i think i see these wires and traps and stuff and okay around there so i'll do another perception check because i'm like i am not willing to just trust <laughs> okay Still think it's there. A three. With an eight, you find the wires. Uh, you're, you're sure, like, you you see where all the wires are run through here and, and the control boxes, and you, you're starting to trace them back and try to figure out which one to cut. Angus is going to get us stuck in here. I'm totally going to murder us all. Uh, you my guys might want to start moving faster. <laughs> yeah, Kiras just starts walking up to the door like, what is these, what is wrong with these people? Like, y'all, there's a door. The cameras seem really interested in you, uh, Yeah, well, I I have learned suspicion. (laughs) So what are you Mm -hmm. you stepping out? What's happening? Yeah, I'm I'm going to the door. Well, you've all walked up to the door, and you look over at Angus. Angus, you're sitting there, and you have a wire in your hand. You think it's what'll disable the trap. I cross over the door threshold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if no trap goes (laughs) off, then there's nothing to do. So how does Angus feel about this now that everyone stepped through and didn't get blown up and you're standing there with a the wire in your hand? Hoping it is. And the cameras are all, the cameras are all like <laughs> zooming around you right now. Well, isn't that fortunate? And I just <laughs> casually walk away. <laughs> you walk into a short hallway beyond which lies another pair of doors with a yellow light above it. But as you get closer to those doors, you can hear the sound of just massive cheers and gales of laughter from outside. You can hear just beyond the door what sounds like an announcer, and the light above the double doors turns green. Let's go through. Yeah. I'd like yep. to do a perception check. No, oh no. <laughs> you step out into the bright lights uh, there's an entire coliseum, or studio audience, rather, seated around you. They are laughing. They are cheering. They are having a raucously good time. And we'll just use this for, uh, so you guys will, you can see a podium kind of up ahead. I looked at this map and I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I like, looked at it and I'm just, like, triggered. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to use this for the podium map. Yes, As let's use is. the same map that had the endless traps that we could not get away from and nearly murdered us all. I'm sorry, but that was not my fault. No, <laughs> oh no, I was totally going to say because someone in our party was like, look how unscathed we got out of the last battle, Taylor. And here they are, folks, the adventure hookers. <laughs> I, come like, on I down, come on down. <laughs> the crowd is cheering. Woo! 
and laughing. Mexico's actually kind of pissed, and so, like, they're gonna, like, fire at one of the cameras that's floating around. <laughs> okay, go ahead, and uh, you, you, you pull out your gun, you try to pull the trigger, um, it just kind of fizzles. You know that would have hit it, but your pistol just kind of fizzles. Son of a bitch. <laughs> just want out. The crowd is laughing so uproariously hard right now. What is the they crowd thought that was the funniest like? thing they've ever seen. Undead. Undead everywhere, but dressed in the height of fashion with very uh, trendily carved patches of missing flesh. Wow. You know, they're very artistically done. It's like body art. Yeah, that is a cool idea. <laughs> and and uh, and they're a bunch of hipsters. Like like you can see the groups wearing like uh, pale pastels and and bright spring colors. Awesome. Absco goes through and like walks up to the podium, like they are done. <laughs> yeah, Kira just walks up to the podium. Okay. She like you waves to the audience. Up to the podium. To the podium. To the podium. As you all dance around the stage trying to figure out where to go, like you're all wandering around. There's stagehands like pointing like, no, go that way. Kira's too involved with the crowd. She's like... <laughs> you, you bump into the, the host. It's like, Get out of my way. <laughs> so cranky. As we just start moving. And, and he, he, he waves the crowd down and he, he turns beaming back to you all and goes, so adventure hookers, you made it through the maze. Tell me, how are you feeling right now? Fuck he you. puts the microphone like up into Phaedra's <laughs> face. Punch him. Punch him. <laughs> fuck you. And fuck this game. And everyone is just laughing. He goes, all right, all right. You want your prize? Well, you get a choice. Before you, as you can see, are four doors. Two of these doors are not real. One of these doors... Hides a horrible monster. Oh, God. And behind one of these doors is the adventure hook. You can see they are labeled six, seven, eight, and nine. Tell me, which door do you choose? Perception checks, guys. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> 19 plus something. Hold on. <laughs> perception, perception. 19 plus six. That's a 25. Absco, 25. You look at these doors. You look at these doors. Give me a will save, Absco. Oh, no. Ooh. Okay. Absco, as you're looking at the doors and you're looking for differences, anything to give you any kind of clue, door six and door nine seem to waver. Okay. As though they aren't really there. All right. So I tell everyone, I'm like, I'm pretty sure door six and door nine are holographic projections. They both poof. Now you are left with only door seven or door eight. I rolled a 25. Kira, you rolled a 25. The doors look... Absolutely identical. You are certain that they are identical. These two doors are the same, guys. In any universe, the number seven is lucky. We are right? on a whole planet of undead. How lucky can the number seven be? So... I personally am drawn to door seven. Can we go and explore the doors before we make our decision? Uh, he just kind of looks at you and goes, ah, that's the best one I've heard. Which door? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to a survival check to see if I see anything that indicates a monster going <laughs> into either one or sure. coming out of Go each of those doors. A 17? A 17? A 21 uh, for me. Angus, 
You see two doors, oh, no Kira. signs of anything, no footprints, nothing. Kira, you know that you wouldn't find anything because you're on a TV set. Well, I might like we hear something like an animal shuffling or something a little murderous just moving around, nothing. Nope, you hear nothing. You can tell nothing different from the doors aside from the fact that they are numbered seven and eight. Folks, I think that we just have to make a decision. All right, number seven. I'd, I'd like to phone seven. a friend. I'd like to phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we going to phone, George? I, I am not letting... Phaedra. <laughs> Maybe you text a friend. <laughs> Maybe you text a friend. <laughs> I will text Solomon. <laughs> you look down at your phone and everyone, cut, cut, cut. And they come walking up and go, you can't be looking at your phone. And they snatch your phone out of your hand. <laughs> and, all right, keep rolling. All right, which door seven. will you choose? I choose seven. 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 All right, before we look at door seven, let's see what was behind door eight. And they open the door, they slide it apart. And inside is a great big stuffed boogeyman. <laughs> And with a great smile, the crowd is erupting in cheers. He goes, that means that behind door number seven is... And they open the door, and standing there in front of you is the exact object that was described to you, a large metal hook that has engravings all over it. Well, we are the adventure hookers. And as you're looking on, the crowd's voice seems to grow quieter. Time seems to be slowing down until it comes to a complete stop. It begins to snow. I don't like it. And as you're looking on, unable to move at the moment, like you're, you realize just time has frozen, you see a ripple happening in the fabric of the universe. No, someone's going to steal this shit. And out <gasps> steps oh, no. the most no. beautiful silver dragon you have ever seen. Nassle. <laughs> <laughs> and... This dragon steps out and begins moving, plodding peacefully toward the hook. I will give you all a will save if you would like it. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> Eleven. Oh. Natural one. Phaedra, you're still bleeding, so. <laughs> Phaedra is completely stuck in time. Ooh. Kira. Our savior. Kira, you find yourself able to move slightly at a, at a much slower pace than ever but like you're able to ha take one action at this point like one move action one move action okay so one move can... action okay um can i run up to the adventure hook and try and tackle it <laughs> hey you start to run down the, down the pyramid down. get a couple of steps before the dragon's head snaps back to you and you feel like you stuck even deeper in molasses and then you watch as the dragon transforms and melts until this lady stands before you it's the loading lady she's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> look at that hot toddy oh my goodness noise ice and snow are coming off of her in waves as she reaches in and grabs the hook oh what a dick and then she walks up to you, Kira, and she kind of looks, just just looks at you. And she goes... <laughs> Zoom in on her eyes. <laughs> Thanks for getting this back for me. Before everything seems to ripple around her, and she disappears. As she does, time comes flooding back. 
and everything is moving at its proper speed. The crowd just kind of looks around like, what the hell was that? The host is, uh, 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 the cameras are still going. The chaos yes. seems to erupt as the adventure hook is gone. Uh, is Kira the only one who saw the dragon? I mean, oh no, everyone saw him. Kira's the only one that could move. I would like to do a. It would be a knowledge religion, or whatever would be taking that place if there's mysticism. Mysticism. Yeah, mysticism. That would be it. Oh, of course. Yeah. Kira, you have no idea except that that was something way out of this world. Angus, no clue. Uh, you've, you've never heard of this. Phaedra has a 14. Um, no idea, Phaedra. Can ah. I use my de investigator detective profession to try to memorize their, like, that person's visage and details so I can Absolutely. bring information with me? Okay. Absolutely. Oh, 12. <laughs> 12. You feel like you got a pretty decent idea but something about it was all off uh it was so off with with the time thing you're not sure you got a clear a clear view of that person when we came in we signed some releases right <laughs> yes you did sign some releases um what would i have to roll to remember what was included in the release or would i have to roll i mean we just did uh you if you're trying it depends on how obscure what, what are you trying to uh to see if you remember being well, in the, in the A, what exactly release. are they entitled to at the end of this show? And if they don't have the prize, what do we get <laughs> instead? Okay, that's something uh, uh, pretty obscure for for what you're, like, that specificity is pretty obscure, so I'll set a DC for you. Uh, that's probably going to be something like a 21 or a 22 uh, to recall that but I will let you roll an intelligence check to see if you recall exactly what it said. Straight up. Yeah. Uh, unless you have a skill that you feel would apply. Uh, the only thing I would think is that since it would be a, an electronic thing, that I'd have access to it on my computer where I could do a quick search. Okay. Uh, you pull out your little tablet or whatever and start flipping madly through your copy of it uh, as everyone around you is just going nuts that everyone's kind of looking around the showrunner comes running up what the hell happened and he's looking at you guys he wants an explanation what the hell happened i assume that's captain's job <laughs> why don't you tell me i mean we were promised a prize and i don't see any prize behind that door right now do we get to take the teddy bear <laughs> <laughs> well ev everything's a bit of a mess um Y'all wait right here. Don't go nowhere. And he goes I off, and you can see him ride. reviewing video uh, from all the drones that were going. After a few minutes, uh, what, what do you guys do at this point? Like, everyone's just kind of, like, looking nervously around, trying to see what's going on. <sighs> they have no idea what happened. Absco's kind of just done. They're, they're going to sit down. Yeah. Kira Absco is... Absco just sits down. Just boom. Yep. What are my abilities? Fantasy drones is being super... Ah, I gotcha. Do you know what you're thinking of doing? No. <laughs> um, I think Angus would be playing on his computer, but anytime a PA walks by, I, I would say something like, can you bring someone over here to fix the damage your, your monsters did to us? Yeah, yeah, we'll have the medics over shortly. Yeah, that's awesome. And they're, they're walking around. A couple of them seem like a little like, why? And, and then they just kind of walk <laughs> off shaking their head like living people. <laughs> living people, <laughs> you just lost some skin, whatever. <laughs> 
absolute nuisance. After a while, the showrunner does come up to you guys and says, well, we re reviewed the footage and it seems uh, something really weird happened. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, you know, we, we would like for you to, uh, you know, not sue us. Uh, so we, we have some, some consolation prizes. We've never had anything like this happen before, I swear. So we're going to have our medics fix you all up. Here's, here's what I'd like to offer you. Your choice of package. Uh, you can either get the undeadification package, uh, if, if you wish to join us here on EOX, uh, become one of us, live forever and ever. Or I have here, uh, coupons for free augments at uh, the Versus Clinic. I will take that. Uh, augments, you say? All right. Well, here, here you go. Uh, these are each coupon is good for one free augment up to level five uh, at the any of the Versus augmentation clinics. And please don't sue us. I'll try mentioned... not to, but it was very traumatizing for me. We we understand, and <laughs> and we offer our sincerest apologies. Mm. At, the, at the mention of Versus, uh, which is Absco's home planet, he mm -hmm. or they they grimace and they're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a perception check to see if I even noticed that, because <laughs> it's been a... Uh, a twelve. Angus, you see that Absco looks weird. Maybe he has gas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise you as much stress as you all went just went through. They may also have gas. <laughs> <laughs> so the medics oh. work to fix you up, and you get a night of recovery um, with your new tickets for upgrade uh, upgrade augmentations at versus um, and on that note okay i think that's all the time we have for today wah, wah. cool excellent so fun. uh for experience points i'm miu you can find me on twitter and twitch at miu plays games i'm kelrick you can find me at eq points and at cormalon on twitter i'm taylor you can find me on twitter at Milky Games. I'm Megan. You can find me on Twitter at Dungeons and Meg or on Tumblr at Tiefling to Tiefling. I am Punder. You can find me on Twitter at Punder Drone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.